Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on the Mike Ricksecker audio journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome, everybody, to Inside the Upside Down. I've got a fantastic show for you coming up tonight. Shauna is sharing it out, so that's why she's in her phone at the moment, just to let you know. Um, and, yeah, I see Shauna has joined the chat. Feel free to share it out. Yeah, White Rabbit Notification Squad. Get on it. All right, so, yeah, Adam Tillery's down in the house, Candy Orton, all right. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about time travel this evening. It's been a while uh, since we have talked about that. I looked back, and it's been probably about a year and a half. So I wanted to hit this up because, well, the show Dark just came out, and that always gets me into a time travel mood. And, well, you saw bits and pieces of it, and we're like, what the hell's going on with this show? But it's relevant to a lot of the things, supernatural, paranormal, that we deal with. So we're going to take it some weird places. Is that all right with you? Sure. Sure. She's just here for the ride. <laughs> we're frozen. What's that? Say so we're frozen. No, don't worry about that. We're fine. Don't worry about that. Don't worry that. about that. We're fine. Okay. See, we're not frozen over here. Don't worry oh, about it. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. No, I not got to worry. You. Not to worry. We're it's all like, good. It's like we're hear us talking, but our lips aren't moving. Yeah, don't worry <laughs> about it. Don't, don't look at the screen. <laughs> don't look at the screen. Do you see we're moving down there, right? Yeah. Okay, then we're fine. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay, you know I hate Yeah, you freezing. freak out about all kinds of stuff. I hate buffering. Like, don't worry I about hate it. There's a green line on there. And yeah. Don't worry about that. This they is don't frontier. See it. You never know. <laughs> In any case, yeah. So we're going to be talking about uh, time travel and um, different theories associated with the supernatural. So uh, basically, we've talked about my stack time theory before and... What that is, we'll hit this real quick and then we'll get into some other stuff. Because uh, when it comes to hauntings, investigating the paranormal and all that, there's some different interesting ideas as to how we may be interacting with time. So time in my whole kind of quote-unquote stack time theory is basically, right now, our conventional way of looking at time is this river of time. You know, We have everything in the past and we're kind of stuck in it and there's things in the future that have not happened yet. So in my stack time theory, it's that everything is actually happening concurrently at the same time, just layered on top of each other at whatever place that we're currently at. So wherever we're at, things that we would consider in the past are currently happening. Things that we would consider in the future are currently happening. We just can't always see that and interact with it. Yet there's times in which those moments, there's some sort of echo for lack of a better term, that happens and they overlap and intersect and we're able to see some of that play out, which may be where some of these hauntings come from. This is where I start getting into uh, you know, the supernatural and the paranormal with this. Are perhaps some of these hauntings that we are experiencing, are they actually almost like a, a time travel? Like we're having a uh, an overlap with another place in time and so lack of a machine, you know, the thing that I like about Dark, one that of their... That so weird. It is weird. It is freaking cool weird. Um, <laughs> one of their, I guess, catchphrases is time is an illusion, which I believe is true. 
Time is an illusion. It's a human construct that we've that we've put in place to explain our experience that we're having. So is it possible that when we see an apparition, like when we saw that girl in the hallway at Mineral Springs the other week, the other week, it was almost a month ago now. <laughs> it's been that long, yeah. Um, was that perhaps her in her time frame walking down that hall and we're seeing her? What do you think? I don't know. <laughs> I talked to her, but she didn't say anything. She didn't say anything. She came <laughs> a little closer. You know, I've heard different times, um, like Andrea Perrin has a great story in, in one of her books about uh, seeing apparitions sitting at a table and they look at her and her mother and they're like, would you look at that? Like, they're the ghosts. So it was like that overlapping of time. So in a way, you could see traveling from in a sense, from one time to another, our current time to the past in seeing this haunting. You're like, what the hell is going on about? <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> so Janet Sim is wondering about ripples in time. So that's kind of, um, Bree Jones is saying, you're making me think of Q from Star Trek. <laughs> you say time is an illusion. <laughs> you humans are so limited. Yeah, that would be a Q sort of thing. So it ripples in time. I mean, that's kind of, um, it's almost kind of what we're, we're talking about here where um, there's, uh, see, ripples kind of goes back to that whole river of time idea, uh, which I don't think of time as a river, but in, I guess, the spirit of that or a, <laughs> continue continue um with, with the idea of a ripple in time something okay it's almost like butterfly effectish right is that a word effectish it is now <laughs> where <laughs> you have an event happen here right and over you know the course of i don't want to use the word time but i was just about to over the throughout that pool of water those ripples continue to expand and expand and expand till you almost can't even see them anymore but they're still there and they've had some sort of effect on the rest of the water just by the time it gets to the end you don't even recognize anymore that over here an event happened you know a stone getting thrown into that pool of water and so that's kind of the idea that um, in time, an event has happened and has affected things way the heck out here. The thing about dark is they've taken that to the nth degree where in a time travel scenario that an event has happened in the future that affects the past. And they get caught up in this really warped um a situation in which you have you know people that were born in you know the 2000s going back in time to become somebody's father or somebody that's a teenager now in like 2019 like i've never seen it until yeah. but i'm like 
you were whatever the scene was i was like i'll bet that his mom that's his mom right there i've never seen this show but i'll bet that <laughs> woman right there he's about ready to make out with that is his mom it was his aunt it was his aunt yeah yeah and i was like dun, 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 you know right which i mean that's and that's basically what happened was the the little kid i mean there's a lot of time travel going on back and forth but basically the the little kid mickle went back in time um grew up had a you know um his own child and that child basically ended up dating his sister you know in the future (laughs) which would have been Mm. his aunt so yeah it's it's weird weird stuff but we could get onto predestination too where basically you're like your your own your own mother your own father your your own yeah that movie there was some twisted shit in that i had to shake that one off after watching it that first time i was like oh my gosh it's like nope nope so um tammy heitzman asking so do you mean like the multiverse layers of time happening simultaneously um and katie birdie saying ghost behind me yeah the the one from tanya sargissian yeah 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 that's Um, i love that thing um, no, I'm actually not talking about the multiverse. The multiverse is one that I actually don't buy into. Um, and that's because, okay, so the idea of the multiverse, um, it's it's more convoluted than the idea of parallel universes because parallel universes, um, you can have a finite number of parallel universes. In a multiverse, it is like a parallel universe but in the sense that every time i make a decision it spawns off another universe so like let's say that um all right here we go i have two batteries right so i can elect to continue to hold on to them or i can put them down now that decision there would have just spawned off two different universes so the one continuing to hold them and then the other putting them down each created their own universe simultaneously by the way shauna's over there touching her phone she could have elected to put her phone down or continued to you know kind of do her thing with it so simultaneously we're each creating these different universes based on our different decisions we have thousands and thousands of decisions that we make every single day so that would be thousands and thousands of universes i would be creating every day that's just me. There's over 7 billion people in this world um, every single day. So that would be essentially, I know there would be some finite number out there, but it's so massive, you could basically say that there would be an infinite number of parallel universes currently going on right now. And I just don't believe that. It's like a giant choose your own adventure. Yeah, you know. Sure, there's a minuscule difference between the the mic that was holding this out and the mic who put that down, but I mean, come on, each one of those would spawn off a different universe, you know, or they're going to be rules applied to this, like, no, 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 those little minuscule decisions don't matter. It's like the big things, you know, like when you decide to move or something like that, it's like, well, now we're putting rules on it, mm. <laughs> you know, so, so I don't buy into the multiverse thing. Um, parallel universes in uh, let's like let's say say that um when the world was created 
the universe was created, for lack of a better term, when the world, when the universe was created, um, that there were other universes created at the same time, like whoever created everything or whatever created everything, you know, whatever you believe. Like, let's say that entity created ten universes. Okay, now I can get on board with parallel universes. That's fine because you have ten of these things out there doing their own things, and they all, you know, become whatever unto themselves so there may be another mic out there doing whatever but the idea of every decision i make spinning off another universe no so um <laughs> kathy Siliento, stop the madness stop creating all these universes i'm getting very confused i know <laughs> i know yeah from... let's just pay attention to just one right now just being <laughs> being candy okay orton. in one of them is bad enough yeah candy orton um and uh, this is directed to you. Right. And in every single one, Frontier sucks. <laughs> I know that's going to be true. Oh, that is very true. Um, so, uh, Daniela Stas, today I can only say a quick hello, uh, but we'll look at the replay later. Thank you very much. Um, so, Tammy Heisman saying, I guess I never understood the difference between the two. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I know it's, it's, it's kind of confusing. Uh, I mean, really, it's all theoretical at this point in time. Just like right now, the idea of time travel is there's a lot of different theories on it. Um, you know, you can even go back to Back to the Future because we all know what makes time travel possible, right? The yeah. Flux capacitor. Yeah. So we we just gotta make one of those. <laughs> we just need a flux capacitor in a DeLorean. In a DeLorean, yeah. <laughs> and there we go. There it is. Yeah. So. Um, but, but yeah, so, um, so with all these different theories, which one, which one is the right one? We don't know. We don't know. Um, something that I brought up with Vanessa when we did the rabbit pellet, um, and this kind of goes back into more of the, the supernatural type of stuff. Uh, we did a rabbit pellet on dreams and there have been times where when you have dreams they seem so real that you almost visited somewhere is it possible because people have talked about you know being able to astral project while um, they're asleep or um you know premonitions you know is having a premonition traveling into time and actually seeing a future happen you know is that perhaps time travel I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know the answer to that. If I knew the answer to that, you know. Oh, I'm just throwing out different ideas. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have all the answers. I do not have the gift of sight. I cannot see into the future. Oh, you've you've seen a few things. Come on now. That lucky guess. <laughs> I can honestly say that I do not have all the answers. I'm fine uh, nobody with that. does. Nobody, nobody does. does. I will never say that I do, and anybody who says they do is full of it. Just putting that out there. Tim Schoen, and in all of those parallel universes, Mike still says, Hunter a roast. It helps young ghosts. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's, you know, and it's entirely possible. So, just to give an example, there was a uh, investigation that I did years ago 
um, at a historic house that I actually had a dream about doing an investigation there like three or four months before I even knew this house existed. You know, so, you know, was that just, you know, my brain picking up on some vibe in the universe that told me that I was going to go there? Or did in my unconscious state while I was asleep, did I actually travel to the future and actually see that happen and see that play out? It's possible that that was a type of time travel. You know, because I, I do believe that it's more, it, it's not so much of a machine, you know, where, okay, there was the DeLorean from Back to the Future. The show I was talking about earlier, Dark, they have, they have a couple of different things. You know, they have the, the time machine or they have a, a tunnel that they go into through a cave. Um, so, but it's, each one of those is a different mechanism to get there where, I think a lot of times it's just a state of mind. If time is just an illusion, then all of it is just a state of mind. Um, I don't know if you've seen the movie Somewhere in Time with Christopher Reeve and um, um, Jane Seymour. I've heard of it. You've heard of it. But I've never seen it. Oh, we'll have to watch it sometime. In that, it was completely a state of mind. What he did, because he had to meet this woman, um, he, she approached him at this play that he was doing. And this is another one of, we'll get into bootstrap paradoxes here in a little bit, um, this is, which basically is something like an object that gets passed around in time so much you cannot figure out the origin of where uh, it came from. And that one was the pocket watch um, in Somewhere in Time. Ironically enough, there's a pocket watch in Dark that's a bootstrap paradox. Um, so she approaches him at the play. And he just doesn't understand, you know, why and what she was about because, you know, she says some different things to him. So he looks her up and, you know, discovers who she was and is just mesmerized by this woman. Um, so he comes across uh, or remembers from a, a class that he had or what was it? He went to her house and, and saw the book. That's what it was. He went to her house, saw the book there because there's somebody that's caretaking for the house. Of, uh, it had to do with, with time. And the person that wrote the book was a college professor of his. So he went to go talk to the college professor. And they, what the professor was telling him was about putting yourself actually into that complete state of mind of being in that time. Um, and he went so far as to basically he got to go back to his early 1900s. He got into a suit of that time frame. The, the pennies that he put in his pockets and, and all of that were from that time frame. He did up the whole room with things from that time frame so that his mind would get into, I am at that time. And it finally sent him back to that time. Hmm. It's really interesting. So, uh, Kathy Siliento, do you think we would be able to go so far into the future where time is non-existent? Um, wonder what would happen. Um interesting because if time is just an illusion then it doesn't really exist anyway so if it doesn't really exist then what do we have to worry about it not being non-existent in the future i think in the future we'll have a better understanding of what time really is and we'll be able to i don't want to say manage it better but we won't have to have such a restriction we're restricted by time um that's another thing time is god in that dark show 
time is God, which is kind of ironic and funny to the way we live our lives because time is God. We have this show start at a specific point in time. You go to work at a specific point in time. Time rules our lives. Right? That's true. So, let's see what else you guys have down here. Um... I have to scroll back in the chat here or actually scroll forward in the chat since this doesn't scroll. Um, so Tammy Heitzman, so do you think it's possible then that our energy or spirit goes to another parallel universe when we pass or maybe ghosts are a combination of both other universes and spirit from our universe? Sure to explain all the various types of entities. Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, it, it's kind of It's kind of almost the... I mean, it's really what happens when we die type of question. So I know we've talked before um, about reincarnation, about past lives, but, you know, there's possibly some place that we go in between, which I believe there is. So, and don't say you don't know, because I know you don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening. Where do you think we go? <laughs> and I said you can't say you don't know. Wonderland. <laughs> Wonderland. I think we fall down the rabbit hole and we play for a little while and then we get summoned and we come back. We're like, hey. Down the rabbit hole, not up on a cloud, huh? Yeah, it's like, hey, I've been playing long enough. It's time to go up and see what's going on topside. And then, you know, you go you go up and you're like, wow, things look different. Why is everybody so mad that I haven't been around, you know? It's like you guys wonder, someone really, really close to you guys and like years go by and, and you don't even hear anything out of them. That's why I always wondered, you know, what, what was so wrong that someone that I was so connected to in life couldn't visit me in a dream or haunt me or something, yet complete strangers will visit me every day. Like Molly, for example, over there. So like she's, she's with me every single day. You know, Rita, fortunately, visits, you know, but... Then, you know, I've had family that's died and like other friends that have been really close to this died. That, and um, Julie died eight years ago today. And I've seen her like twice in my yeah. dreams. I have never experienced her in any other form. So, you know, why can't someone that you're connected to? Is there like a rule with that? I know other people have, you know, visits from family. Why don't I get that? How come I don't get that? I don't know. <laughs> That's that's not a time travel question, but it just it bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> so Chanel Fletcher says, "Permanition isn't time travel; it's just a glimpse of what can or could happen." We all have deja vu in in pieces in our life. Um, yeah, we do get deja vu from time to time, and you know, is that? I guess the the question is: Is that because? Um, Okay, you know, we're, we're just getting uh, a glimpse in our mind of uh, something that, you know, may or may not happen. Or is it maybe we've spent the past life there, you know, or is it we have traveled there at some point, um, you know, maybe in a dream state? I don't know. Um, you know, did we astral project somewhere? Um, I say it's a, 
I'm saying that premonitions could be a type of time travel because how are we actually seeing it? It's it's the mechanism. Um, you know, it's not like I mean we'll go back to some of the the conventional. Okay, we get in a time machine and we go to some place. You know, it's it's still a glimpse of of that place. Um, you know, so Michael J. Fox interacted with the past, but he could have just stood there and watched and then gone back. Um, you know, that would have been just a glimpse. You know, and there was the mechanism was the DeLorean. So the mechanism that I'm talking about here to be able to see that is just your mind. Um, if If it's all just an illusion, if what we're seeing right now is just the veil pulled over our eyes to fool us from the truth, then, you know, this is all, there, there are theories about we're, we're just all in the matrix, <laughs> you know, or a similar type of thing than that what we're really seeing is not the real world. It's, it's just um, kind of the wool pulled over our eyes. So if, if any of that is true, then that, Kind of like what I was saying with with the like with the stack time, everything happening at one point, um, you know, or at the same time. It's just a matter of being to being able to access that. The mind being one way to be able to access that, rather than taking a vehicle there, you know, or a little glowy box that has little spinners and stuff. Hmm. So it's just a mechanism. All right, there's a lot of stuff that's popped in here. So, um, Tim Schoen, if it's time is merely an illusion, how does that account for spirits and residual haunts? Um, so residual haunts would be just a recording. So that's just playing something back. Um, that's just like, that's like playing music or a video or something like that. Um, the spirits, and this is kind of what we were talking about before. This is like when we, when we see a particular spirit, like we saw that girl, um, or you've seen Byron and you saw him in his garb yeah, from that time. Mm-hmm. Um, are we, is that illusion being broken right there that we are seeing, we're seeing that time. One of the big questions that we ask that we rarely get an answer to is, um well what what time is it what year is it and how do you see this room right now that's a question we ask a lot mm-hmm. but what do we usually get i only have the one where the spirit in question was talking about things as if it was his time period still and that was interesting that was at the end mm-hmm. uh in campsville and go ahead and, and tell that because that's kind of interesting where you actually did get some feedback because it's rare that we actually get feedback about a time and place. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's been the only time that that's mm-hmm. ever happened for me. And I'll get a chance to share it out. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Tanya, Tanya Haynes is in the chat. I saw her and she knows the camps fill in very well, just like I do. Uh, but we investigated there a handful of times um and we were upstairs and it used to be there were some living quarters upstairs it used to be a hotel uh the Bryn hotel and there was a and i don't know his first name without digging into the history of it but 
Uh, so we will just call him Mr. Bryn right now since the hotel is named after him. And uh, he had a heart attack uh, while counting money upstairs in his room. So we took some money up there as a trigger object and didn't say how much was sitting on the dresser, but said that uh, while we were there, if he could tell us how much was sitting on the dresser, we'd leave it there for him. Uh, we ended up leaving it there for him anyway, just because I felt like we probably should. Because uh, we weren't good. He didn't say anything out loud, you know, so we would have had to leave it there anyway, just in case. And, um, but one of the questions that we asked was, you know, who's in the room with us, first of all, because, you know, you always ask that, or you should. And um, we didn't know it then, but on the audio, he was just direct answers to our questions. And uh, he didn't give his first name, but he said Bren. And it was a male's voice, and it was very clear. Like, there was no whisper about it. It was a man saying the last name Bren. And so we waited a little bit, you know, because we didn't hear anything. And then um, we introduced ourselves, you know, and then we said, uh, do you know you know, what place we're in right now. Do you know what this, this building is? And again, he said, Bryn. Um, and so, you know, we had explained, you know, this uh, right now, the building that we are in is called Louise Campsville Inn. It's a restaurant, uh, but we know that it used to be a hotel. Um, so, and we had some other audio after that, but, um, to him, you know, it was still his, his place. You know, this is my last name, you know, do you know what place this is, you know, Bryn, that's, you know, to me, he was saying, you know, that's what this place is, this is still my place. So we went, you know, on to kind of explain some of the stuff that we were seeing and some of the stuff that, you know, happens, you know, because I, I used to go there all the time, uh, probably several times a week for as long as I can remember. And uh, we were explaining, you know, different things about the building and about the business as it was now, as it was then. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think that he saw it as what we saw it as. I think it was just one of those overlap, you know, or wow, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it was his place, but we were we were somehow in it. So he was able to hear us because he answered us directly whenever we asked him. Uh, not out loud, but... Um, yeah, so it was like he was back at his own time in that place when he lived there. Yeah. And we also heard the money move on the... There was also some other things that happened while we were we were kind of kicked back on the bed, you know, mm -hmm. kind of... There were some other things that happened that night, too, from certain spirit, and I don't know if it was him or not. Whoever it was got a little familiar. Um, place used to be a brothel. Also, I guess when it was a oh, hotel. There you go. So uh, I think it might have been one of those passing through or whatever. Um, but anyway, yeah, that, that, that room had a lot of activity in it, including the money being moved. Whenever we um, left the recorder, we didn't hear, we heard some movement in the room. We left the recorder running. We had several recorders that night. Uh, we heard the heard footsteps come near the recorder and we heard we put coins because you can hear coins move better than you can hear paper you know so we put coins and they had definitely moved when we left that room and there was nobody else up there because the cafe was still open at that time too and we just went from one place to another and just left the recorders running so yeah all right yeah very cool yeah i think that's a, a pretty good example of 
a possible overlapping there of you know one time into another that he could have been you know an existing being at his time not not a necessarily a spirit haunting in your time frame but possibly he was living in his time frame and experiencing you as a spirit yeah remember when we were at Beardstown Opera House and we were talking when we were, I don't remember if we were going up or we were going down or whatever, but I was like, you know, I wonder, you know, if they see us as we are now or if we're just like these, you know, the outlines or shadows or whatever we show up as, but yeah, we're doing the footsteps. Do they hear that, but do they not see us? Right. You know, so I always wonder that. That's why I always ask, well, you know, we always ask, you know, what, you know, well, can you can you see me? You know, what color shirt am I wearing? You know, can you tell me something about me to let me know how you see me? You know, and I even ask, you know, do am I just a shadow? Do I look just like a shadow? Do I have any color at all? You know, can you see my, my face, my features? Can you see anything? You know, do I look like you? What do you look like? Yeah, and we'll all ask about the state of the room. You know, do you see it? You know, maybe it's in a disheveled state. Do you see it in, as a you know disheveled right now, or do you see it brand new? Do you see you know maybe this door is a certain color, uh, things like that? It's just trying to confirm you know where in time we are, but we don't necessarily you know say hey we're trying to confirm that because um, that might be a little confusing. But um, we're just trying to confirm you know some physical aspects of the area uh, to see how they respond. So then maybe we should just ask them sometime if they believe in time travel. Yeah, there you go. Just throw that one out there. <laughs> you do never you know. Think, they might. They what do might. you think of time travel? Yeah. Do you believe in time travel? We've asked spirits if they believe in ghosts. Yeah. Amanda, Amanda Donaldson saying we've experienced dinner parties at Fairy Plantation many, many times. I believe that. Um so we do have some other questions and comments down here in the chat. Bree Jones, what about the concept that time was created by humans to understand our universe? We created days, hours, weeks, watches. There would be none of that without humans inventing it. Even rationalizing sun, sky, moon cycles was a human concept. Yeah, that, that was a point that we made earlier in the show, um, that uh, time is a human construct to, to explain the experience that we're having right now. You know, to be able to uh, conceptualize in our minds because humans love to categorize and organize everything um, to be able to explain the way that we perceive everything right now. Yeah, so then what happens if there's so many people in the world that believe that time is what it is and that's why it is, then if everybody just for one minute stopped believing in it the way that we've been programmed or the way that we've labeled it, would everything just all of a sudden... Well, yeah, I mean, you could get into the idea of a thought form, you know, is, does, does this human construct of time exist because we put it into existence with our thoughts? <laughs> because humans thought it, that it, it became. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew Cox, conspiracy of loved ones show up a few days before you show up for an investigation. I'm sure, I don't see why not. Yeah. yeah, they can do anything they want, all I right. think. This is a uh, interesting one from Kathy Ciliento. Uh If time is an illusion, then how could time travel exist? Ah. I think that goes back to the fact that we have to um, kind of categorize everything again. Um, yeah, if time didn't exist, it wouldn't really be travel, but we call it travel right now because that's how the human mind has conditioned itself to think of things. So 
Right. If if just everything was all here at the same time, take our idea of time, hours, minutes, all of that out of it, and it was and we could see everything because I, I really I really believe that there's so much more around us that we can't see with our human eyes. Um, you took all of that out of the equation, um, then yeah, there wouldn't be a, a need for that. Um, but you know that's not the way we're perceiving the world right now. So even if it's just a thing with the mind to be able to go somewhere, it's still the way we perceive things going somewhere. So that would be the travel part of it. So. <laughs> I'm gonna need some chocolate after this. Yeah, well, we'll definitely get well, some I'm chocolate. I'm gonna need some chocolate anyway, but I'm gonna need some after this. Well, it's kind of like <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's, there's like those. Um, what movie was that? Where, um, they fi- they figured out all they had to do was basically, um, when, when they they figured out the whole time travel aspect that basically because of how the mechanics worked that they got to a point where all they had to do was think of in their quest of whatever the hell they were doing you know i need this object readily available to me and instead of like showing the whole you know we're going through the process of going back in time to leave it here and da da da, that it would just it ended up just showing up and they're like oh okay cool now i have that i'm gonna need this over here and then it would show up. <laughs> Man, I'd love to have that. Because it basically got to the point where they, they knew they needed something. They had to go back in time, leave it there for themselves to go pick up later. And so instead of showing all of that happening, it just came up here, showed up there. <laughs> so I forget what movie that was. Um, um, Chanel Fletcher, if you paint a... A red box blue is it no longer a red box. Just changing the outer doesn't change the original, even to try to strip away the paint. Some of it still lingers. Um, well, I suppose it is a blue box that had once been red. Or is it now purple? Or is it now purple? I don't know. There's the whole, you can get into shredding. There's cat if you want to. Um, you put a cat in a box. Leave it there for a while. Is the cat alive or is it dead? <laughs> it is. It's it's a, a philosophical test and situation in which the cat is both alive and dead at the same time. Because you don't know its current state. So you can't say one or the other until you actually open the box. But while the box is closed, it's both. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. So, Justin Brown, there's a popular belief that ghosts may be from the past, a residual energy effect. What do you think of ghosts from the future? Is that a possibility? Yep. If um, if time is just an illusion and doesn't really exist, then some of the um, some of the hauntings we may be experiencing, this may be why we don't understand some hauntings fully, is that we may actually be experiencing somebody from the future. Um, and I think that is a concept that people forget to try to entertain because we're, we're stuck in this idea of we're trapped in the river of time. So if there's a spirit there, it has to be somebody who died years ago. But what if it's not that? You know, if we're actually seeing some of these spirits because 
we are existing at the same time at this location and just our dimensions or times or whatever are overlapping there for a second. Well, think about this. For that spirit that we're experiencing, if it's somebody from the past, you know, we're seeing, you're, maybe you're, okay, you're seeing Byron, okay? And let's say that it was one of these overlap situations in which you're seeing him in his element in his time. He's seeing you in your element in your time. Guess what? He's seeing you in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like like the other one that I always throw out there, Andrea Perrin's uh, experience where her and her mom saw those guys sitting at the table and they turned around. Well, you look at that as if they're the ghosts. Well, if those guys were from the past, they would have been seeing the future. So yeah, it's something that I think we forget to actually entertain is that perhaps what we're looking at are people that don't exist yet in the way that we perceive time. So good question, Justin. All right, so um, what else do we have here? Scroll down a little bit. Um, Bree Jones, sounds like the room of requirements. You know, Bree, it may have been Harry Potter. <laughs> that may have been a Harry Potter moment, yeah. Um, so, uh, Justin, time is not merely an illusion. In quantum physics, there's a thing called time dilation. If you look at your watch here on Earth and compare it to a watch on the International Space Station, um, yeah, then slightly ahead, right. Um, and that's when you start... What was that? I don't know. Yeah, that's the whole bending space and time um, coming out of our orbit and gravity and, and all those different things. Um, that would be... See, I think there's a difference to the, of between the physics of this and the actual, um, I guess, supernatural part of it, for lack of a better term. Um, that, yeah, that is a physical the physics uh time dilation right there um where you made a watch go off from what we would normally perceive it as um i think that's different than the whole world just being an illusion um because if if time is an illusion the watch doesn't matter because that's just a mechanical device invented by humans to try to measure our existence well, I don't know if Jake is watching, but tomorrow when I go to work, I'm just going to show up whenever I want and leave whenever I want because time is not of the essence. <laughs> I believe that I can just come and go whenever I want. <laughs> that's where, that's where, like I said, with dark, they say time is God because if you're not there at the time that you're supposed to show up for work, then you get fired, right? He would not fire me. I would fire him so first. So time, it's not, it's not Medford's that's controlling you it's time that's controlling you because you have to be there at that time we're gonna have to have a meeting about this whole time business i want to make him watch the show he's gonna he's gonna laugh uh, yep <laughs> so nick boulet do you think it's possible that after death you can time travel at will to a particular event or moment that you enjoyed in life like a childhood memory as an example um, it's a good question because you know we hear about, or at least theorize about. Like Dave, not only has that idea that Cassie, um, you know, did not die at the Mineral Springs Hotel, 
that she visits the pool there because it was a favorite place of her of hers to go to when she was young so she had very fond memories of it so given that is she perhaps there at the pool but in her time or at least maybe what her time would have been when she visited there right because there's no documentation supporting anybody with her name dying there yet so i would play, i would say that if i were if i were a kid and that's where i enjoyed being if i could get back there i would because that's just sad otherwise yeah it is well it is sad otherwise um but yeah it could very totally be that you know in any time that we experience her in the pool that maybe she's just playing around the pool back in you know whether it was 1920 or 1930 or whenever we don't know that could be Mm -hmm. but i mean dave and if dave watches you know please correct me if i'm wrong i believe dave believes that she grew to a full adulthood and then in her afterlife she's gone back there as a child so um and so that could be um yeah and and nick actually would like to think that um when we when we pass and we go on to wherever uh, and i do i do i guess like to think that there is a place that we go to for a while and kind of hang out um like you were saying earlier um i would i I do like to think that we are able to kind of go visit places see the way the world was at different times and all that I, i would like to think that we can at least see and experience different aspects of the universe um at different time frames before we go back so um candy orton loves Shred- that's how far back i am candy orton talking about the Schrodinger's cat theory yeah mm-hmm. um so let's see diane hilbert i would suffocate the cat yeah probably that's <laughs> that's the idea is yes the cat would suffocate in the box but we don't know if it's dead or alive yet at some point i guess it would die but you know you don't know for sure until you open the box um yeah brie there was a movie about that too where there was a guy went uh from the past to stop a crime uh in the world um he was a ghost from the future i think it was tom hanks movie um yeah, there's also in the Terminator. <laughs> he came from the future. <laughs> Come on, that's another one, Terminator. I mean, yeah, totally. Okay, sci-fi machines, robots, all that stuff. But he came from the future to the past. Um, you basically he was trying to prevent uh, the birth of, of John Connor. Um, and, of course, the dude went back and disseminated his mother. He came from the future to create the child. So that's one where the future has to already exist before going back to the past. I mean that, and that's just that's just a basic one, the Terminator. We're not even getting to all the other convoluted type of movies and stuff hmm. with like dark predestination stuff like that. Um, yeah, which are really twisted and, and out there. But that's that's a basic one there. Um, so Greg Rankin, I know my dog sees things I don't. I'd love to know if she's seen other dimensions or things in our world uh, at another at another wavelength. And I mean, that very well could be. The animals are experiencing com- something completely different than what we are. Yeah. 
Yeah. Those crazy animals. Um, all right, what else do we have here? What about in the science fiction movie saying you age slower in space? Time is different. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things. I mean, you, you go into like Planet of the Apes, he aged a hell of a lot slower. <laughs> he ended up back at the planet thousands of years later. Um, let's see. Hey, hey, this is another one for you for Jake. This is from Candy Orton. Shauna, if you are working for him in five different planes, like planes of existence, do you get five paychecks? That's going to be a good point at the next meeting also. Because that doesn't happen. Yep. We should determine how many planes of existence, how many maybe parallel universes, right? We mentioned that earlier. How many of those universes that you are working at Medford's? And say, I want to check for each one. Well, hopefully in one of those universes, <laughs> I'm making better money than I am now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chanel Fletcher, I think we should add 30 minutes to each hour and then we can get more done, make more money, and get longer rest here. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I I'm need more hours to each day. adding 10 minutes to each hour that I'm at work just so that I can sit down. <coughs> well, I was about to say, yeah, you don't, Gosh, you don't get no enough breaks. breaks there. She doesn't get any breaks. No She's breaks. She's on her feet for eight hours. Slave drivers. Yeah. I love you, Jake. Um. <laughs> He knows I love him. Good thing. <clears throat> Justin Brown, if an instance of a ghost sighting has to do with a time effect, is this a physical effect or is it a psychic effect? Could it be either or? Um, yeah, I mean, that's a great <clears throat> question. So it's kind of something I was talking about a little bit earlier where, you know, maybe it's just a state of mind and the way we're seeing and perceiving things. When I was kind of talking about, um, you know, the, the dream state, you know, possibly being a way to travel to and from the future if you know it it very well could just be a mind thing where you know we can't you know whatever reason our, our mind hasn't elevated enough to get beyond what we're just seeing in actually perceiving everything that's actually <clears throat> around us excuse me um so you might call that a psychic effect because you know it's a mind thing maybe has you know maybe there are more things we can you know uh get into with the pineal gland or, or what have you maybe there's more there to unlock you know the whole only using 10 percent of our brains uh theory and all that if any has anybody seen lucy the uh with um scarlett johansson no no you haven't seen that okay um that one that one ex explores the uh using more brain capacity which ends up maxing out at 100 percent, and what she's actually able to see and perceive and and within that she does time travel so um so that her her mind has gotten to the point so developed that everything else is just like whatever uh, there i mean there's even like a car chase scene going on where um you know they have to they have to get to this uh one place and how you know um and they're what in paris i think in any case you know she's basically blowing past you know all these people there's accents going on and the one guy who's a cop with her he's he's like aren't you concerned about you know all these mm -hmm. you know people that are dying in these accents she's like oh we don't really die <laughs> just boom <laughs> so yeah so it's like her whole perception of reality is completely different at that elevated state so um so more things to ponder and consider. 
there's a lot of people going to be going to bed much later tonight because of all this. Right. <laughs> laying awake in bed at three o'clock in the morning. Am I really in bed right now? <laughs> Are you? Does the bed you know, really exist? Does the bed really exist? Right. Yeah, you're looking at a clock or you're looking at your looking at your phone. Are those numbers real? Yeah. Yeah. Is that really light? Is it? Um all right, just scrolling down here. Um <sighs> So, okay, yeah, see, uh, some of these people here recognize Lucy, so uh, Melanie Baggy, I, that's the Haglin, right? Um, Tammy Heisman saying, super cool movie, I want to be able to do that in the chair, zooming from place to place, time to time. Yep, just zoom. Yeah, she went, like, She was sitting in the chair, um, zoomed off to New York from Paris, just and then she just rolled back the time and so you got to see new york when it was earlier and then when there was like indians and then when there's like dinosaurs <laughs> Jeez. yeah yeah so just the, the concepts are very cool um don i haven't seen that one yet uh on amazon prime i still see you paranormal sci-fi time travel movie okay i'll have to check it out then so um yeah, my my thing over this past weekend was dark, which is just completely like in your face time travel <laughs> show. Um, but just the uh, what I really like about it is not just all the time travel concepts that are within it, but all the the human element in it is actually very deep in how they explore the different relationships between all the people and where they came from and where they're going. And how, like I said, there's a lot of butterfly effect stuff in it as well, <clears throat> where one little thing that happened over here greatly affects the rest of everything that happened, not just in the future, but also in the past. Um, I mentioned bootstrap paradox earlier. <clears throat> We're going to have to wrap it up soon because I'm starting to lose my voice. Um, where there's a number of them in this show where like, the guy that created the time machine he only created it because he was told this is what he would create. There's a book that he's given that he had supposedly written. It's his pictures on it. His name is on it. He is supposed to have written a book, but it's given to him before he has written the book. So eventually he does write the book, of course, and print it but um, or publish it. And then he goes on to create the time machine, but where the the question is where did that begin who originally gave him the book or did he originally come up with the concept and then the book was written and then it was given to him later because he couldn't have done it all without having seen the book first but the how does the book exist aliens aliens there you go and <laughs> so there's like two books that are different like that within the show there's the pocket watch that's getting sent around that's kind of like the somewhere in time uh, references with the pocket watch that basically goes from um, from father to daughter to mother and around and of course this is the really twisted thing <clears throat> the daughter of the mother is actually her mother too <laughs> so yeah 
and you you could play that one all day so she's she's her own her own mother her own grandmother her own i think aunt you could throw in there right her own yeah it's just really crazy i mean that's because everybody <laughs> and every family is hooking up <laughs> i mean everybody's trying to hook up with a family member only they don't realize it's her family member yet right <laughs> or were or they were they were or they're going to be or something like that and you know no wonder they like each other they have a lot in common they're freaking related so i mean it's just weird it gives me a headache to watch it and i'm always just like well and the Whoa. problem is i mean I, there are a couple things because you always like walk into it as i'm watching it yeah. so you had, you had seen some stuff from season one when i was doing a replay of it and you're like what in the world but more of what you've seen is from season two, and season two makes almost no sense if you haven't seen season one, and you only saw like some bits and pieces of season one to begin with. Yeah, so I'm like so. kind of listening, kind of, and pretty soon you'll you'll be when I look up, I'll be like, I don't know who that is, but I'll bet that's his mom. Yeah, that's got to be his mom. It's somebody's mom. They're getting ready to hook up. It's his mom. It's obviously <laughs> his mom. It's 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 his mom that. Yeah, you'll like zone into a scene and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Good show. The you guys, answer you guys is gotta, always you guys gotta watch those it. two are related. They're all related. Or They're all related. That, Come on. There's a boy right there. There's a girl right there. But I'll bet in some way he is her. I think they're all the same person. Yeah. I don't know. They're just all know. the same person because there's there's a point on the on the show where the, the one inspector who's from out of town is like, isn't it strange that like. You know, all these people have lived here for all this time. Nobody's ever moved. And it's all the same families that are just here. So probably when it comes down to it, it's all the same person. Clones. Yeah, they're all clones. Kind okay. of. Uh, Don know. Francisco is deja vu time travel. Um, we kind of briefly touched on that a little bit ago. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily time travel as much as it's a recognition of having experienced it. But I mean, that's what deja vu is. You're, you're recognizing a, or something that at least seems like a previous experience from before. Um, I mean, I have had deja vu moments that either seemed like I had already experienced it in my conscious life. I've had deja vu moments that seemed like I, I had a dream of it, and I'm like, God, my God, I had a freaking dream of this. It's it's a deja vu moment. And there's others where it's like, I've been here before. I've never been here in this physical conscious life, but I've been here before, which is like a deja vu of a past life. So it's not necessarily traveling in time at that specific moment. I think it's a recognition of we've been here before, and there may have somewhere in there been some sort of time travel. There we go. All right. Um, Candy Orton, uh, no branches in that family tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there might not be. Yeah, it's just the tree, but it doesn't fork or anything like that. It's just... Well, I think the problem is they did too much forking. <laughs> 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 too much forking between like people. <laughs> Uh, in any case, all right, I guess we'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up at that. Um, so 
This will later on, if you missed some of this, this will later on be uploaded to the Haunted Road Media YouTube channel. We've been doing that with the uh, the past couple of Inside the Upside Downs. Um, you know, we're just we're still kind of playing around with this being on Facebook. It does seem like not having those back-to-back live streams like that have helped the Haunted Road Media YouTube channel because we've seen a lot of other videos pick up. Um, and you know that were like just recorded videos, uh, so we, we've seen some positive things happen out there. But um, that doesn't mean that we don't want you guys to have the content. Because the one thing I don't like about the Facebook side of it is that those videos get lost to time. I mean, they end up way down there, and unless you go scrolling on forever, you're going to miss previous shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to upload these back to YouTube um, and see how that goes. Uh, the first couple have done okay. But they haven't hurt the channel either like it was doing when we did back-to-back on Tuesday night. So um, You can also catch the podcast version out at uh, well, this show is on uh, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Google, Stitcher. Uh, we're working on getting it on iHeartRadio like we did with uh, Edge of the Rabbit Hole. So um, you can check all those out, all the shows out there if you're driving or what have you uh, on the podcast. So, All right, everybody. Um, I think it's chocolate time, right? Chocolate. Does chocolate really exist? That's the next question. It better. It better. It tastes like it does. So that's the one thing that really does exist. Everything else is a lie. But chocolate's (laughs) real. That's our one truth. Chocolate. And Haunted Road Roast. It helps you hunt ghosts. (laughs) I think I almost said gunt ghosts. (laughs) It's late. It's late. Coffee. Coffee's real, too. And I have to go to work at whatever time I want tomorrow. That's right. So That's right. And get paid five times for the five different... Right. Yeah. I'm going to send Jake a message. Yeah. He's going to get a message from me, and I'm going to explain it to him. So... That's right. Yeah. Like every... Jesus, I can never talk. <laughs> Trying to end the show gracefully and just not at all. Okay, everybody. Have a great night. Till next time.